What's up, everyone? How is everyone doing? It is tea time with Robin. But we're minus Robin today. But that's okay. It's a-okay. It's me by myself alone. I kind of hate doing pods by myself, but, you know, I like the interaction. But this is tea time with Robin without Robin. It's okay. She'll be back hopefully um, in the near future. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, this is episode 32, and guess what time it is? You guessed it. It's training camp time. Training camp opened up yesterday, and um, yeah, fans are excited, football fans everywhere. Well, I know the Jets are already They've been there a weekend already, so they got pads on and everything. We're not quite there yet, but it's still exciting. It's football. Football, can you smell it? It's in the air. It's in the air, y'all. It's back. Finally, after it seems forever. It seemed forever, but it is back. Football is back. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad we get to talk about battles in camp. We get to talk about positions in camp. We get to talk about these rookies in camp. So I am excited about football season and it being back. Before we get started, even before camp started, the Bills um, unfortunately got some bad news about Hines. Naheem Hines, um, got into a ski jet skiing accident and he's expected to miss 2021 season after he suffering, suffering a knee injury. Um, that was not the news that you kind of wanted to hear when you woke up in the morning on Monday and it was time for you to report to camp. And the first thing you get is your running back was in a, an accident and it, apparently a severe accident that allowed that that is not allowing him to participate in training camp or the 2023 season. Um, I know Naheem was looking forward to being more involved in his offense this year. I know Brandon Bina spoke about Naheem playing a bigger part in this um, offense this year as well. So it's kind of disappointing, you know. It's, it's I know he's disappointed not being able to to participate in this upcoming season, and it kind of sucks, you know. It kind of sucks, but we are praying for Naheem, and hopefully he has a speedy recovery. I don't think he had surgery yet, as of um, yesterday. Brandon Bean said he didn't have surgery, but he will be having surgery. Um, he had an ACL injury, so yeah. Um, the future for Naheem, we do not know. We do not know. On the business side, it's, hopefully it does not get nasty, but it seemed like the Bills um, is going to support Naheem and everything that he does. He's on IR right now. Now, when it comes to, uh, I mean, I'll just say a little bit. I really don't know a lot. The Bills um, can release him, and it will save up to $2.5 million on the cap. The Bills can carry his salary and allow him to rehab with the Bills, or he can get a vet minimum salary. Um, and they keep calling a non-football-related 
um, accident injury. So, you know, it's all wording and hopefully it doesn't get to, you know, any of that, any of the, the nasty side of football, the business side of football, hopefully it doesn't get to that, to that side, but we are praying for Naheem, you know, prayers for him as well. So, like I said, camp started and we're hearing about some of the battles that's happening. Some of the cornerback battles, positions that's happening. And again, we understand it's the first day of camp, but as fans, we're excited. Reporters excited. You know, everybody's excited to see how these guys are going to um, be mixed in, how they're going to be used. What team are they going to be on? The first team, second team, third team. What is Josh doing with these rookies? You know, so camp battles. And I'll just speak to one per se, not, not even a battle, just for just to see that he's out there, see that he is back to his old self. Trey White. They spoke about Trey White in um, Brandon Breen's um, presser yesterday, and so did um, Sean McDermott today, some that I did hear, that Trey White is back to being the old Trey White, which as fans, we are so excited to hear that because Trey White never had an injury before. First injury he um, had was last year, ACL injury. And we kind of seen that Trey White didn't have his legs under under him for a few games. Towards the end of the season, old Trey White started to uh, come around. But they're stating that Trey White is, is back, happy, fun-spirited Trey White, singing, dancing. The old Trey White is back. Happy to hear that because we know when Trey White is not thinking and playing loose, he is a beast. So as a fan, you're happy to see that Trey White is back to, you know, that that fun Trey White again. Um, again, also too, Robin spoke about this last week in our last episode when Trey White was rehabbing, focusing on trying to get his body right, trying to get, you know, get prepared for the season, not, you know, per se helping um, Kyrie and other rookies out because he was so focused on his rehab. Now, going into this camp, maybe we can see that Trey White being the teacher, being, um, you know, helping these rookies out or these second year um, players out, seeing, maybe teaching them, telling him what he sees, you know what I mean? So that's um, a part of the game that I'm excited to hear that Trey White will be involved in and helping these, you know, second year guys out. And speaking of uh, second year guys and vets on the opposite side of Trey White, they said that everybody received first um, team reps. So, but when it comes to the vets, you guys know that Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean, you know, they, they really, really gear towards their vets. And that being said, the first person who got reps was Dane Jackson. Um, <laughs> I got Dane Jackson as being a cut, but me and Robin will get into that. I just, I, I just, I think at, on the opposite side of the ball, when it comes to Trey White, we we don't need somebody now to just okay he's good, 
we need maybe a Trey White on that side or a better, you know, no, a, a, a step above that. So I don't know if Dane Jackson will make this team this year, um, but he did get, you know, first first team reps. So did Kyrie and so did Bedford. Um, Bedford stated, they stated that Bedford had um, the play of the day when he, we picked off Josh Allen. So, I mean, listen, look, defense side of the ball is always, um, I guess you could say winning, right? Because the offense, you have to get into the rhythm. So the defense side of the ball, reporters are saying, you know, if you want to do a win-loss, you could say the defense won this this um, that day. Um, but, yeah, Benford also had a good a good day. When it comes to the position, this team, like I said, this team looks for the, the vets. Um, so they didn't really speak too much about Dane, but they did say Dane um, um, was in there first. Kyir also had – was it Kyir? Yes. No, I'm sorry. It was Benford that picked off um, – Diggs, yes, Benford t- picked off, picked off, picked off J- Josh Allen. He was on Diggs. My apologies, but yeah, I mean Benford, and I think it's up to Benford or Kyrie, the two positions, the two um, cornerback positions that will be making um, the battle. The, those two, the battle is between Kyrie and Benford. Now, would I be mad if Kyrie is not a starter? Uh, Kinda, you know, he's a first round pick. But I mean, we'll see. Iron sharpens iron, that's what they say. So, you know, well, that's another battle that that's one of the battles that I'll be looking forward to when I go to camp tomorrow. Um, next rookie, because we're gonna be focused on some of these rookies. Um Dalton Kincaid, reporter said that he has um sure hands and he runs smooth routes. He looks comfortable. Uh, <laughs> you know, as much as we think that these players don't hear and coaches don't hear what fans are saying, they do. You know, they do. As much as they take it in, we don't know. But they, listen, they got social media. They got, they know how, they know how to get on the web. They, know, You know, so do they... They hear us, but do they take it in and like, you know, maybe I'm going to show you? Maybe. But me saying that is because Sean McDermott um, (laughs) said that uh, he hears all the comments on Dalton. He said he sees that people are comparing him to certain other tight ends. He said, all I want to see is him in camp and um, see how he plays in camp. And then after that, we can talk about, you know, the next step. I'll say this about Dalton Kincaid. I wanted to see 12 man, um, uh, 12 personnel last year. We didn't get it so much. The Buffalo Bills was last, I wanna say last in the league for 12, 12 personnel. I really want to see it this year. Um, They brought a piece in that they felt that was missing in this offense. And um, hopefully 
this is what will get them over over that that um that hill or or yeah over that hill so i don't know i don't know i don't know how to take the dalton kincaid signing i'm excited to see what he can do i'm excited to see what he can do in camp i'm excited to see what he's going to be in preseason but my expectations are are i really don't have any for Dalton Kincaid. I'm just going, it's going to be a wait and see for me because we, we understand what this offense was missing. We understood that when, when Beasley left, it was a big chunk of what got Josh Allen to feel comfortable. Um, He was his security blanket. And once that security blanket was left, We've seen how this offense flowed. It didn't flow well. Tried to bring them back last year, and it didn't. It didn't fit. You know what I mean? So we'll see. I'm a wait and see when it comes to Dalton Kincaid. Am I excited? Absolutely. But also, I'm gonna. It's gonna be a wait and see for me. Um, I was gonna play something, and maybe I will play it later. Uh, let me see if I can find it first, but we can move on to, let me see if I can find it first. Oh, we can move on to next is O-line. First team that was out there was Dion Dawkins, Connor McGovern, um, Mitch Morris, Ryan Bates, and Spencer Brown. They said Osiris Torrance worked with uh, worked at right tackle. I mean, right guard. He was on the second team, but he also, uh, I guess, I, I, I did some more digging. He did get some reps with the uh, first team as well. So, I mean, that's good. Uh, I have no. I don't want to be Debbie Downer. I don't because I think this Osiris signing is big. Do I see them putting him out there as a rookie? I don't. Me and Mike on my other pod, me and Mike have a bet. If um, he starts, I would have to wear a dummy hat. And if he doesn't, Mike does. So, again, I want all of the rookies to do well. All of them. Um, that being said, I don't know if he starts. I don't, but it's a long training camp and yeah, it's a long training camp. So yeah, don't get me wrong. I do want to see Osiris, Osiris Dorrance out there. I do. I do. Uh, next rookies are um, Dorian Williams. Dorian Williams as a linebacker. Now, Brandon Bean stated that they were focusing on the weak line, line weak side of the linebacker with him. Um, said he was in rotation, middle linebacker in the spring. He said they wanted him to. They didn't want him to be rushed into this position and take away some of his playing of uh, thinking too much. They didn't want him to think too much while he was playing middle linebacker. 
So they're going to start him outside. Um, they wanted him to, they didn't want to take, I'm sorry, they didn't want to take away his, his play of being fast and free. So he said that, you know, I'll, I'll say this about this position. You cannot replace Tremaine Edmonds. You can't. He was a freak, sideline to sideline, he covered. But I also think they've seen something in, and Brandon Bean said it. I want to say OTAs. I can't remember when he said it. Maybe he said it when they were doing the draft and they picked up, picked up Williams and they said they seen that when he is covering slots, he had kind of issues with um, keeping up with slot, you know, players, small guys, smaller guys. So I, I, I think then they were looking for something else, you know, in that position. Don't give me, they have Matt Milano, all pro Matt Milano in there as well. And Matt Milano can play the mic. You know, and Brandon Bean, not Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott kind of spoke about it. He would like for the middle linebacker to play um, the mic. He would like, not that it will always be. So, again, this defense is going to change. We don't know what it's going to look like under Sean McDermott. And that's kind of the excitement piece about it because we don't know. As fans, we're so used to them, you know, bend don't break defense where it may not look like that this year it may look totally different and i'm excited about it and i know other fans but bills mafia is excited about sean putting his hands on this defense and molding it to to what he wants it to look like and kair elam kind of said it when he was on a podcast he stated that they're not going to be playing on their heels no more. They're going to be more aggressive. And I look forward to seeing that in preseason. Hopefully they, they show it in preseason. And although, too, in preseason, you don't see a lot. You see Manila. You see a lot of vanilla. Um, you don't see, you know, stuff that they're actually going to be doing in the regular season. But I know speaking or listening to these players – and he was not the only one that said it. Oh, oh my God. Why am I having a brain fart? What is his name? AJ AJ Klein. He also spoke about it on one on one Bill's drive that Sean McDermott is a, a, a more of an aggressive defensive caller. So this is the second person that came out and stated that Sean McDermott is a, is more aggressive in defense. So we can look forward to that. Brandon Bean spoke about the slot position, and I want to play a little bit of it now. Let me see if I can get it. Let me see if I can get it. Mm. Yeah, committee position being the slot receiver role? Yeah, no doubt. And, and listen, some of those guys can also play outside, so it could be that they're in the huddle with two guys that primarily play slot, and the defense doesn't know exactly – we're lining up where you know who's going where you know who's going where the where Sherfield can play outside Shakir you saw him do it last year as well even Hardy uh, can do it he's a smaller guy but he's got enough straight line speed to get it out that uh, he can be a vertical presence for us you know if he wants to that's awesome so Shakir another battle 
is a slot position. Hardy, Shakir, I mean, it's going to be, and then don't forget, we got um, Dalton Kincaid in there as well. So there's some battles. There's definitely some battles. Hardy, just, Hardy, I seen a picture yesterday um, in a video. Hardy is definitely a small dude compared to Josh Allen, compared to Spencer Brown. He's a short guy. And to be that shifty, that twitch, that, you know, twitchy, and to get into, you know, these, these, these zones to where you know that you know you know where the weak spot is in the zone and you can just hammer down like Cole Beasy used to do. Know the softness of the zone and get in that space and give Josh that you know that another another weapon for him. I look forward to seeing what Hardy can do. I look forward to seeing what Sheffield can do. They didn't really speak too much of Sheffield um Yesterday, let me see my notes. I got notes from, uh, from another um, pod. It's going to take me a minute, but let me see if I can find them. But yeah, um, the slot position is is definitely one of those positions that that we look forward to. Again, we have what we have the cornerback position. We have. Let me see here. O-line position. We have the middle linebacker position or just the linebacker position. Um, running back. We have the running back as well. Because remember I told you guys, I don't know if this pod, because I am do a lot of pods kind of, that um, Cook stated that he was um, RB1. And, you know, no one in the organization kind of said that anyone's RB1 is a competition. Today I know um, Sean McDermott was speaking about Cook and he stated that it's a competition. Everybody is here to compete. And once they see what these guys are doing, especially when you get pads on, once they put pads on, it's a next step. You know, also too, when you put pads on, when you be, when you're in O-line and defensive um um, player, you're going to see how how these guys get off of blocks. So it's going to be it's going to be different. You can look good first day, second day, you look great. Put pads on, it's a different. It's it's, it's definitely it's different. So it's, you know, Cook, he got he definitely got RB one um, reps yesterday. Got some passes out of the backfield with Josh. Um, Murphy was running with the threes. I see Murphy. He's a big dude. He reminds me of Jermaine because he's a big dude. And you just think that he was not supposed to be in the running back room because he's a big, big guy. Um, What else? What else? What else? I think that's it. I think that's it for some competitions when it comes to camp. But after camp, they did, you know, they did their pressers. And I'm going to play you some. First, it was Josh Allen. Then it was Vaughn Miller and then Mitch Morris. So I'm going to pray, play, pray. We're going to pray too, if you like. Uh, but we're going to, I'm going to play Josh, a little bit of Josh Allen's presser. Started camp, but after everything you guys went through and even how the season ended last year, 
maybe even more refreshing to turn the page and look forward to this. Yeah, I mean, it feels like it's been a long time since we've been able to actually go against each other and, and throw the football around and go full speed. I know OTs are kind of similar, um, but it's it's not quite this. And actually having the back here being at St. John Fisher, I, I love camp. I love hanging with the guys. I love developing that camaraderie and that team chemistry. Um, I think it's a huge, crucial piece of developing a winning culture and then sustaining a winning culture here. And I think that the, the organization here does such a, a good job with that. As that happened here, um, I asked you to Sean reference out earlier about maybe taking some time to hang some guys off the field or whatever. How does that really work? How is it different here than, than say, at the facility? I mean, you're, you're breaking bread with different people. Um, you're walking right across the cafeteria and going hanging out in the halls and playing cards, um, you know, playing video games, getting stretched out, you know, getting getting therapy. And everything that we need is right here. So Josh was speaking about the camaraderie when it comes to having camp somewhere else instead of at, you know, at the stadium. And, you know, I think it's I think it's a great as a fan. I love going to Rochester and seeing the guys at camp. It's a it, I'm an hour and a half away. Um, I'm in Buffalo, so it's an hour and a half away from me. I get excited. So as a fan, if I'm excited, I mean, and you know they're excited. You know they get to hang out with their boys. They get to like you said, play cards, do whatever. Um, and it's just like it's like camp. You know what I mean? It's just basically it's like camp. But I, what I wanted to say about the whole Josh Allen and speaking about what they, what was the first things they did in camp? And this, excuse me, in this presser, he went on to say that they went into the red zone. Excuse me. They practiced red zone immediately. Listen, these guys know, and Josh understood. In the red zone last year, he was careless with the ball. And that's the first thing they came out in camp and did was practice the red zone. And I love it. I love it. You pick up where, where you think you need the most practice, and that is the red zone. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, so it's the red zone, and I'm happy. I love it. I I love it because you're you're getting right out the blocks and saying this is what we're doing, guys. We're gonna we're we're going out there. We're we're doing this because this was where our weakest link of last year was this. So, yeah, the next person was Vaughn. Like I said, he spoke. Um, I'm not gonna play the video for Vaughn. Um, but what I will play, I will play Stefan Diz because I know, I know that's what you want to hear, right? I know that's what you want to hear. So here we go. We'll play some Stefan Diggs, see what he has to say. And I love Steph because he's like, hey, get to the question. Get to asking me. You can ask me. I'm good with it. So here we go. Most uh, coming into today, first day of training camp uh, football. It's been, it's been like it's been ages, long, long season. Um, excited to see the guys, you know how it is. Uh, you get away from football for a little bit, and then you start missing it. You get that itch again just to be out there in the grass and, you know, just running around, talking junk. 
You know, it's just talking other things, but you can get it. Okay. PG-13 now. Imagine a long season. Did it feel a little bit longer this season with the way the last season ended? All kind of the, the drama that was out there in the, in the media and everything. What Did you feel that the, the offseason went a little bit longer than, than typically? No. It was short. <laughs> no, it was a usual distance. Uh, I mean, I felt like I, I enjoyed my time, but it wasn't long at all. It was the same distance it's been since I've been in the league for the past eight years, nine years now. So um, I was just excited to get back. I feel like football has its, takes its toll on you throughout the year, but once it's done, it's like, damn, I miss it. So no, right. it was the same distance. You weren't afraid, afraid, afraid to, to, to express, I mean, to, to show some of the frustrations. It was hurt. Whether it was leaking a lot of room after the game, um, and so so we're gonna get to it right now. Some kind of narrative. I'm just wondering, and it led to people with some interesting tweets that you sent out. Let the cryptic tweets. It led to people questioning. It's a great word. Great um, word. Cryptic. It led to people questioning what your thoughts were about your role here mm-hmm. and after. It, it just fueled that after that. Can you go into any kind of detail on what your thoughts were during that offseason? Um, in which you did. You Long question, right? And, you know, you did have some Long question. Tell me your ex- ask me your exact question. Because <laughs> you're kind of going all over the place. I feel like you're trying to not ask a question. But just ask a question, please. Thank you. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Loved it. Thank you. Well, I mean... You know, Coach had talked. Coach had came up. He said that he misspoke. Like, I don't know if anybody has a family here. Everybody has family issues. Everybody has family problems in the house. Like, uh, I was here. I did have a conversation with Coach. Uh, you know, and I like to keep things in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, as a player in this, I've been in the league. I'm going on my ninth year right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a very – I got more football behind me than I do in front of me. Um, my main focus and my only focus is winning. Super Bowls is, is – I mean, everybody said they won a Super Bowl, but we've had legitimate chances at this thing. Like, um, we've had the team, we've had the coaches, we've had everything that we needed. And as far as us not getting over the hump, I feel like uh, it's always asked for a cause for a conversation. You know what I'm saying? I always wanted to have a conversation. And we have an open-door policy. Coach will tell you he has an open-door policy. And I've had those conversations. So I, tr- I try to keep a lot of things in-house. But, you know what I'm saying, it's regarding last year, obviously the way we lost was – was just terrible in any regard. You know, you don't want to lose any game, but we've lost for a couple of years at this point. And we've been trying to get over the hump, and obviously it calls for a lot of frustration. But uh, all in all, like, as far as with that, I was here. But we, he did have a conversation. Me and him did have a conversation. It's all water under the bridge now, but. It's all water underneath the bridge. You know, what, what, do you, what else? What else do we want? I mean, I know there's going to be people bringing it up when the Bills have a bad day and Josh Allen and, and Stefan Diggs are not clicking. They're going to bring it up. But from Stefan Diggs, it's water underneath the bridge. And, you know, it's it's about winning. Like he said, we've had opportunities to get to the place the past two years. They've had the coaches here. They've had the players here. He wants to win. Just wanting to say, hey, what is it that is stopping us, us from getting over that hump? The man even said, I know I have more football behind me than I have in front of me. 
He's understanding that I am limited now. I'm going, I'm up, I'm getting up in age. I know I can't play forever. I love Josh Allen. Open door policy. I want to retire a Buffalo Bill. I was here for OTAs. Josh and I are good. Y'all blew it out of proportion. You know, what else? What else do y'all need from me? What else? So, what else? Uh, just got a, a email. Um, but yeah, what else? Hmm. So as I'm doing this, I, I got an alert. So uh, Osiris Torrance is practicing with the with the ones today, which is great. He's um, rotating out with Ryan Bates. Um, Shakir had a touchdown. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Well, okay. All right. Um, but yeah, so, and that's the crazy thing about doing a podcast while camp is going on. Things are happening and I can't really tell you what's going on because I'm doing a pod. So just bear with us as we do pods during training camp. I apologize because I'm giving you probably information that you've already known about. And if I get updates, I will share them with you as well. But guys, I want to say thank you for allowing me to give you some of um, some um, training camp updates. And uh, again, Robin will be back. She's under the weather. Next week, I will not be here. I'm going on vacation, finally. I'm finally going on vacation. I'm going camping. <laughs> I'm going camping. Um, so yeah, so I don't know if we'll do a pod next week because where I'm at, I don't think there is Wi-Fi. And if there is Wi-Fi, I don't know if she's going to let me do a pod on vacation. So that being said, I'll keep you, I'll keep you updated, but I am going to camp tomorrow and I can't wait. I'm so excited. So excited about going to camp and seeing my guys. So that being said, this was tea time with Robin. I am T. This is episode 32. Yes. 32. See you next week or see you in the future. Like always, it's Go Bills and peace, y'all.